Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? We are now live. Good morning. <laughs> it's football time. Finally. Week it's one. party time. Mm. I like it. <laughs> it's Sunday, people. It's finally here. And it's a good one. It's a, it's a good oh. first Sunday. There's a lot yeah. of good matchups. It's week one. It's always going to be great. You know what? Uh, the worst matchup of the week, even, I like, honestly, this week. like The, the worst matchup. That's what? Baltimore? Houston? No? Washington, Arizona? I, it's got to be Washington, Arizona. It has to be, right? And uh, even that one, to me, is compelling because it's a matchup you don't get to see anymore. And it, it used to happen twice a year when yeah. they were in the same division. And uh yeah so that's that's gonna be fun yeah and baltimore houston i think is the other really bad game on the slate but, but there's so much interesting going on i i, I want to see what the houston offense looks like I, you know I, well i think they're well and the baltimore good. offense for i think matter. the houston defense doesn't get talked about at all because everybody's focused on the fantasy aspects right uh, and they've got like you know a number two overall pick at quarterback but um that's going to be fun to watch, but I, I honestly think their defense is be pretty good. Right on. So, well, I, I, I we'll mean, just kind of get into this real quick, but uh, if anybody's out there listening, like our, our plan is at 9 o'clock, we're going we're gonna to cut off whatever we're doing, and we're going to give you a weather and injury report. We're going to talk about all that stuff. So, <clears throat> excuse me, at, at 9 o'clock, that's our, our cutoff, and we're going we're gonna to go over all that. Uh, till then, we're going to be going over our games, doing our little Homer Minute, and uh, hopefully try to you know make this all time out correctly. We'll see how it goes. But uh, looking forward to it. I'll go ahead and go first. We're going to do a Homer Minute? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I wasn't sure we are going to do that on week one because uh, really nothing too much to talk about. But I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, and uh, I just want to mention that. Uh, I'm kind of I'm, I'm okay. Got my son here today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with the uh, cup not uh, being injured. I guess for, I wanted so, to see if the Rams can pull something off and learn an offense without that guy, and then he can come in and just help them explode. How they help the offense explode? And and uh, all last season I was like, these guys need to figure something out other than let's just throw the cup because the defense is no. They're just going to go to cup. So. I, I was just kind of like, eh, when that when I saw that injury come up, I was like, eh. What, what's what's my defense? team really like, you know? Yeah, and then yeah. when Cup gets back, hey, we can be supercharged. Yeah. I, I get that. So I'm like hoping it gets uh, McVay out of his, like, comfort pillow, you know, comfort <laughs> blanket that he has in Cup. Yeah, Cup is a nice comfort blanket. I thought sure. it was surprising that they named Tutu Atwell the number two. Huh. Especially after all the buzz on Puka Nakua and well, uh, like Sean McVay saying he was going to be an immediate contributor, I thought it was interesting that they went with Tutu at number two. Well, and you got to be worried about Van Jefferson at number one. Like, I'm not so I'm worried just, about. I'm excited to. See I'm looking what he at these do. weapons, going, ooh, I, boy. The thing that this was inter- also interesting to me is that uh, Skoranek, who was who had six success last year, um, and I thought looked okay, that he just fell off the map this summer. What happened? Like he's he's gonna be number four now behind the rookie that got drafted in the fourth round or when lift, lift your drafted? mic up a little bit. When did Nakua get drafted? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Was he third round? I mean, he wasn't the top. I thought I thought it was yeah. I thought it was day three. I thought it was okay. fourth round or later. That makes sense. But um, 
Yeah, so, so the, uh, uh, the uh, Rams wide receiver core is going to be f- interesting to watch and see see what happens. And I, it worries me for Cam Akers mm-hmm. because like you, you kind of expected him to be decent, but if he's the only good piece on the offense, right. uh, it's going to be rough. And their offensive line is expected to be very good. And, and I am starting Cam Akers in a couple of leagues this week, so I, I'm definitely worried about that. Um, what is it? Who are they playing again? Is it Seattle? Seattle. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Seattle is, uh, well, last year was a poor run defense, but who knows what they're going to be this year, you know? I, I love this week one where we're talking like we know what's going on and we have zero clue. No idea. Like everything is going to no change idea. as soon as that's it's That's okay. Snapping. We're going to make predictions anyway. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, so you got to be excited for the Steelers. I am so excited for the Steelers. Um, we, we've got, we're at home, we've got San Francisco, uh, we've got a Super Bowl contender, and uh, we're only two-point dogs. Like, and this kind of shows you that the world is seeing that the Steelers are coming along. And uh, I tell you what, man, our, our offense looks like it can be competent, and our defense looks amazing. I can't wait to see what they look like out there. And, uh, man, football. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, and... Uh, as a Cowboys fan, I just um, I, I try and ignore all of the things on the internet. Like uh, we've been eliminated already, and <laughs> and some of the other funny things that go around from like random Cowboys haters. Dak Pesk, Dak getting a tattoo, or or getting impaled, or you know, <laughs> things like that. But um, and paying attention to Micah Parsons on his uh, his his social medias and stuff, and he looks very motivated and he was killing people and fighting his own guys in in spring train or uh spring practices and throughout summer and stuff so i can't wait to see what he's gonna do to the giants tonight it's i think it's gonna be amazing actually i do i really do um and uh their defense is just it keeps getting better right so um if dak can have a more uh, uh consistent performance this year I think the Cowboys can actually win the division. I like their schedule better than I like the Eagles' schedule. The Eagles have a tougher schedule. Just the I mean, way that it lines up. Because uh, the, Cow- the Cowboys have, like, uh, three consecutive home games in December. Okay. Uh, and they get to finish with Washington again. So um, I think it can come down to – I think they meet up in Week 16. It's either Week 16 or Week 17 that the Cowboys and, and Eagles meet up for the second time. That could decide the division. But I think they'll both make it. Okay. I was about to ask you about the game today, but we'll we'll get into that yeah, as we we'll get, get there. The yeah. Um, anything else we should cover before we start talking about the game? Well, just like, the Thursday night game. I mean, um, that that was a lot of fun, but wow, uh, freaking Tony! Oh my God, he had three drops, like three epic drops. I think if he makes any of those catches, Kansas City probably wins the game. I mean, and, you never know. And but. My personal thoughts on the situation aren't as grim as uh, what you'll hear from everybody else. And like, right. I guess he deleted his, his Twitter account. His, his <laughs> How account. could he not? <coughs> Excuse me. I like the, the combo. Uh, I've heard people call it Twix. 
I like I, I like calling it Twix instead of X and, or Twitter. Just call it Twix now. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> that's funny. But, but they can't really do that because the candy until the candy goes under. And candies have got to be going like on their way out. If you've been into a convenience <laughs> store lately, there's only like six different candies anymore that are made. Really? I swear to God. And then they make varieties. Like ha- you walk into the the chocolate section of the candies, and half of it is variety of Reese's bars. Huh. I swear it's crazy. And they're all three dollars. Like you want like a yeah. a pack of candy, and it's like three dollars now. And it's like, am I at a movie theater? What's going on? They're cheaper at the movie theater now. <laughs> I swear, I'm not even kidding. It's cheaper at the movie theater now than to go to like AMPM or Seven Eleven and get some Skittles. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's gotten ridiculous. So, sorry about that sidebar. Anyway, so. Um, <laughs> Kadarius Tony deletes his Twix account because <laughs> because things were so bad. But to me, he was the focal point of their offense. I agree. Like if they weren't doing like he had, to, they were totally relying on him. Yeah. It's like, hey, it you're our no, guy. No gray. And no, drop, drop. Oh, here, here's an interception. And like, no, what no. The? I thought No Gray made a couple plays, but I thought they uh, most of the time he got the ball in situations where it was like, okay, you better beat this guy. You know, one on one now. Like after right. you have the ball, and it's like, not, there's not a whole lot of tight ends. <laughs> That's that not do what that, he does. You know, well, no. I mean, how many tight ends do that? How, how like, many catches did he have? He didn't even really have much. Uh, four or five. He yeah, was tar- it, but he was targeted a lot. I think he okay. might he might have led the team in targets, and it sure, certainly felt that way. Uh, like, and then the, of course the, the touchdown went to the other tight end. Um, but. The uh, most impressive Chiefs wide receiver of the night to me was Justin Watson. Um, I thought he made some really good plays, and he also drew that pass interference. Yeah. Um, but he's also, what, the number four receiver? He's up been there? there forever, though. He's like, yeah. I think he's in his sixth year. Well, I'm now. just saying, he's uh, fantasy wise, he's not somebody that you're targeting, is he? You shouldn't be targeting any Chiefs wide receiver right now. Agreed. But if I, if I, I were somebody putting... who had put value into Tony, I wouldn't be running away from him. Right. I'd have him on my bench. I, I, I'd put, yeah, put him on my bench and let him get into game shape, I guess, because what it seemed like to me was he just didn't have enough practice, and he missed a month of training yeah. camp. And. Yeah, he got thrown out there. I, like he was in a bad situation, so I kind of feel bad for the guy. But the ball hit him I, in the freaking I know. Hands, I've seen the man. meme. The you know Ugh. this play ended in a Patrick Mahomes pick six, and the ball is literally in his hands, and there's no one else in the view. You can't even see another player. You can't even like think who it might be. Yeah. But uh, and, and so I want to focus on the positive of that. There were a bunch of times where he just like. If he catches the ball, that really reminds you of a Tyree Kill situation. You know what I mean? Because if he just if he just catches the ball and then turns around and does what we know he can do, mm-hmm. he's so explosive. And he didn't get a chance to show any of that stuff nope. off. So if somebody was like, if if there are people that are panicking, I'll buy low. I, like, I'm serious. Well, like, super low. A, well, yeah, super low. You can have my like, you know, my wide receiver five, the guy that I would. Right. You can. I'd trade Tyler Boyd for him. You know. Yeah, I like. I'd be willing. Yeah, to, no, to he he has way more upside than like a Tyler Boyd. Exactly. You know, and you know what Tyler Boyd's going to do, and you know you're giving up like a starter when your guys are on by, but for what Kadarius Tony could be, and they definitely tried. And I and I, Andy yeah. Reid is not a knee jerk reaction guy. I don't think he's going to change what he was doing next week. I think Kelsey's going to be involved, and I think Kadarius Tony still behind really good options or he, really good. Uh, uh, opportunities. Yeah, me. he's gonna he's gonna be a lot better next week. Would be my prediction. Um, you know, with Kelsey in there, and now he's the number two. Now there's not so much on him, but we'll see what happens. And the other thing from the game that was uh, real <clears throat> big was Jameer Gibbs looked awesome. He looked so fast. 
Um, didn't get the ball much, but that, when he did get the ball, like my one disappointment was he only had two targets. Two targets, two catches, I think 18 yards. Yeah. Uh, I think he had sub 30% of the snaps. Right. And I don't that won't stay the same. I don't think it's ever going to get to the number this season that people want it to unless David Montgomery gets hurt. Right. Um so I don't think he's ever going to get crack like 60% of the snaps this season. Um but they're going to be more effective and right. like and, and he could have scored in the game. Like well, he should have scored. He should have scored. And, <laughs> he but fell he, down. He's so fast though. He's so fast. Like he, <laughs> legs are too fast. Yeah, Couldn't keep up. Fast. He tripped himself. Uh, but yeah, he looked great. Amon or St. Brown looked awesome. Um, the rest of the lions receivers though, uh, like that, I thought, I thought they were just as bad as Kansas city. Um, like Josh Reynolds, um, not included. Cause I, and I'm a fan of Josh Reynolds. We talked about him last year. Right. He's a Jeff Goff guy. Uh, he, Jared Goff, he's somebody you can go and pick up, I think. For at least as long as Jamison Williams is going to be out, I think he's somebody that you can flex, especially if you're someone who's missing Cooper Cup or you just had to put up with the Kadarius Tony thing. Um, there's uh, who, Christian Watson is you right. know, is going to be iffy. Like, yes, I, I know. I think Josh Reynolds <laughs> already is a standout for the waiver wire uh, this, this upcoming week. So people who won't like we're not a podcast that you'll see on Monday, you know, or Tuesday before going into your waiver wires. So like write that down now, Josh Reynolds. Don't forget about that just because he played on Thursday. Yeah. Like I, it's going to be hard for somebody who's on the waiver wire currently to top that performance. And and that's not something you want to spend a lot of money on, but like no, put a little no, bit out there. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? One dollar, two dollars. I would say more than zero. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I'm, count on my priority, but I wouldn't spend more than like five percent of my budget. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I'd spend that. I'd, I'd probably be a zero dollar guy for me. I don't think a lot of people are going to be going after him. And I I'm think, saying and if you're, you you're, you're looking to put I'm them on if you're your somebody bench, who so. needs him, but because um, but if you're like uh, somebody who's just like, well, he could be my wide receiver five, you know, then you put a zero dollar bid. But everybody should be trying to get him because yeah. he's definitely <clears throat> not the worst player on anyone's roster. <laughs> Everybody's got going to have worse players on their roster after, after today. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll figure that who, out who that is. Yeah, we don't know. Right, right now, everybody we're looking at our rosters yeah. going, we're amazing. What are yeah. you talking about? At the end of the day, we're going to be like, oh my I god, what do I, I do? <laughs> yeah. And uh, on that note, the, I can't. Just before we talk about games, uh, the, I can't believe I drafted this guy. Uh, for people who, one other thing I wanted to talk about before we get into him is uh, people who drafted Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor uh, and like options. Because, I mean, you didn't, now we know Cooper Cup's going to miss the four, first four weeks. So, and, yeah. and so now, you, now you're probably kind of stuck with him because uh, anybody who's going to be, like, you're not going to be able to sell him right now. You're going to have to wait. Yep. Uh, and you could wait, like, uh, I would say probably after week three is when you're going to have teams that are like 3-0 and and they think they could probably take the chance on on waiting on Cooper Cup, and then you can might you might be able to get a deal, maybe. Um, but it's still going to be tough. It's, I'd, I'd it's say the way tough. to go really is uh, last week you take Cooper Cup and you trade him for Nick Chubb. What the hell? I can't believe you tr- pulled off that trade. I also gave up Aaron Jones. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, good morning, E.T. Yeah, so for the... I'm glad you're listening. You could do what I did. You could trade Nick Chubb, or you could trade for Nick Chubb. But Christina, you, <clears throat> how are you? But Good that morning. Was just a, Send us any questions. You're not going to give me any credit for that being a savvy play. Like I went, I, to, I went to the guy that I went to the guy that auto drafted. 
I went. I traded to the yeah. No, the, it was a great. It was a great guy, trade. I'm very jealous. I knew that he would not be happy having spent that much money on a running back. So, I took I took my shot, I, but I I did give up Aaron Jones too, and so it was Cooper Cup. The deal was Cooper Cup and Aaron Jones for Nick Chubb and Jerry Judy, and and Jerry and uh, Jerry Judy is still up in the air as of uh, yeah. my last information. So when we get that injury update at about nine o'clock, uh, he'll be one of the people we talk about. But Jerry Judy could still miss time. And now I'm um, the person who owns Marvin Mims, who I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about Marvin really? Mims. Yeah, people see, aren't talking about him enough. Really? He's, I think there's been too much hype on Mims. I'm see, like, he's, eh, he's the guy I don't that, really think he's going to be that good, guys. We'll he's, see. He's just the latest great Oklahoma receiver. Like, okay. I mean, he's going to be fun. All right. I think Ray's given us some clues here that we need to move on. <laughs> Ready to start some games? Yeah, that's good. So uh, just to summarize, last week, um, Brian and I chose the Chiefs. And Ken went lone wolf on the Lions. I sure did. Mm-hmm. So that's your guys' little update as far as that goes. Um, <clears throat> next up, we have Texans and Ravens. We're going to okay. start with Texans Ravens. All right. All right. Well, and my boy, it makes CJ sense. Stroud. Like, this is the biggest uh, uh, point spread of the week, right? I think oh, it's yeah. nine Can and a half points. Um, oh, shoot. Thank you. Yeah, I think well, it's a nine and a half line on this one. This is the biggest favorite of the week, being Baltimore. This is um, in Baltimore. Yes. In Baltimore. Good, uh, Stroud's good luck, first. Yeah, Stroud's first start. Uh, yeah, this is just all bad for Houston. Um, if you've got Pierce, you probably have to start him. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, you're definitely I, starting him for the draft I wouldn't capital. I count on much. Mm-mm. And then after that, don't start anybody from Houston. Yeah, this is a rough start for anybody who was like, I'll start my running backs with Damian Pierce. Like, if that was the first running back that you drafted, uh, this is a rough start. Yes. Okay. So- and especially like because a lot of those people also drafted like James Conner. You know, and he and he's playing at Washington today, yeah. so it's rough. a rough start. Rough start. So Houston's plus nine and a half. The over yeah. under is forty three and a half. And if you bet the money line, you're at plus three seventy for the Texans, minus forty five for Ravens. And if you do the math on that, the uh, team implied total for Houston is low. Fourteen. Like, <laughs> I think it's less. I. It's something like that. It's like no, 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 no. It's like sixteen. It's like sixteen. Is it? I think. Yeah, I think it's twenty-seven, sixteen, something like that. Right? No, no. It's, it's nine and a half is the points because the line is forty-three. Yes. Yeah, it's nine and a half is the points, and it's actually seventeen. Uh, twenty-six. It's twenty-six and a half to seventeen is their projection. So twenty-seven, seventeen. Um, I, I'm, re- I'm so really. We got a question. Okay. Uh, nice. Steelers like tied in or Dallas tied in? Ooh, good question. Um, I would take. Um, Fryermuth because he's at home. This week, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Fryermuth is one of those guys, like, I think he gets a little overhyped. I'm, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'll tell you that <clears throat> the Steelers, we, we like our tight ends, but they're not, we don't focus on our tight ends. So Fryermuth will have a good game every now and again. He's going to be a decent, steady guy, but nothing but, special. But we so know if he's Turd Ferguson be turns into something good. Well, we know Fryermuth is going to be a top 10 tight end borderline top five ten, a tight end depending on how many touchdowns he scores because you just you look at his targets like he he's going to get it done we know we know that yeah it's about kenny pickett <clears throat> and everybody expects the jump from kenny pickett so if you expect the jump from kenny, from kenny pickett you can assume that pat fryermuth is at least gonna track along and i mean he could have a monster season too to me um ferguson is the hot gamble 
Right. Everybody wants to look at statistics and look at what Dak has done with tight ends exactly. and, and jump right on board. But what if he gets hurt just like Dalton Schultz did to start the year last year? Well, you can't count on injury. Not, or was it not like a year before? Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that happens. So yeah. and, and because he does, he's not a tight end who you've seen proven it, I, I would rather go with Fryermuth. I would rather not take a silly gamble like that on week one. And especially, like, Frymuth is a, if you have yeah. him, he's a tight end you spent more capital on. So For sure. And that's and week one is really about that. Uh, rather than trying to get cute with your roster and stuff like that. You what invest, do you know is going to happen? You invested in these guys already. <clears throat> so, like, put your money where your mouth is and start the guys that you, that you believe in. Like, yep. Stick to your first instinct. So it uh, sounds like we're all going Texans. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but I do want to say that um, until Baltimore proves me otherwise, I'm going to be picking their overs. Okay, especially at 43 and a half, because what we're what we're being told is that Lamar is going to air it out. So yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see that. I want to watch in this game. I want to watch Zay Flowers. I want to watch Tank Dell on the other side. The Texans wide receivers like trying to. That's going to be a really important game for uh, fantasy managers to watch because you need to figure out who's getting the ball. Yep. People have been putting their bets on Nico Collins, on uh, Robert Woods. Not so Mechie. Much Robert Woods. That John, sucker. John Mechie, who's not going to play today. I know. Dude, he has been on my bench for a year and a half Me too. now. Me too. And I'm, I'm just I'm, so I'm invested. You know what? It's him. funny. I of uh, my um, The dynasty roster I've told you about where I have Garrett Wilson, um, I'm really excited about that roster. We drafted last year, last summer, and I have two players on that roster from my draft. Two. Two. John Mechie is one of them. Yeah. So I believe in him. Like I, I am a believer in John Mechie, and I'm and until he gets on the field and proves me otherwise, I'm gonna be holding a spot for him. Yeah. Which you it's know, just feels, getting feels harder rough. and harder. It is getting harder. <laughs> it is like I actually looked at like, you know, trade offering to trade him for like just a third rounder or something like mm -hmm. that so that I could make room for Jake Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So but, uh, let's move on. Let's go to uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Minnesota Vikings. Buccaneers are at plus four and a half. The over under at 45 and a half. The money line at plus 170 for the Bucks and minus 205 for the Vikings. All right. Seems like we're starting with all the blowouts. Um, I, I feel like this is going to be a big Vikings victory. Yeah, I don't see it that way. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, okay, I, so, so I see a good Vikings team coming in, warming up against a Bucks team that's trying to get things together. They've got Baker Mayfield as quarterback. Uh, I don't think they know what they. Well, I mean, obviously they're coming in with a plan, but and see, to me, I here's how I see it. Okay, um, I see people like people have a lot of expectations about the Vikings based on how they finished last year. Well, how their record finished last year, but they were one of the worst defensive teams in football. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe they got better this year. Um, they have a new defensive coordinator. So that's another thing. Right. There's going to like, I honestly expect a high scoring game. I expect hmm. uh, that Tampa Bay is going to look a lot better than what people expected. And I think they can win. Okay, uh, that's a hot take in my opinion because I, I, I really see the Vikings dominating here. Um, the Bucks have to put things together, and you know maybe they're ready to go. But it just it just seems like a tough test right off the bat. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikes here, and uh, I'm going to feel very confident about it. 
What about you, Ken? Are you going Vikings or are you going Bucks? I'm going to pick the Vikings. I, I, I think that's okay. – hold on. Let me, let me actually let, – let me consult my, my picks. I don't want to contradict myself. And, and just fantasy-wise, um, let's see who we're throwing out there. Madison you know, is definitely interesting this, this week. This is one of the ones I want to be wild on. I want, I'm going to pick Tampa Bay today. Okay. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is going to probably make me look bad. But that's to me, that's the, the thing is if Baker Mayfield has a good day, Tampa Bay will win today. Okay. Like if he doesn't come out and look terrible, and I don't, and that's, I don't think that Minnesota is going to be able to put very much pressure on him. So you're starting Evans and Godwin then? I would. Yeah. 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 Okay. Over, I mean, that's yeah. that's the to good me, information to me, Evans, for people. Godwin A lot of people are, both are top 36 wide receivers this week for sure. Okay. Next up, we have 49ers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That minus two, that feels San like Francisco, over under at 41.5. The money line at minus 125 for 49ers and plus 105 for the Steelers. Oh, my game, my game. I can't wait. Um, I, I think it's an important thing that it is uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, the the travel across the country be is a big you, thing. Uh, I think that has more of an effect on late games than it does uh, necessarily the early games because – I thought it would be the other way Because around. players are ready yeah. to go. Uh, they, they don't have to wait all day. That's uh, that's that's my, my opinion. I know that some teams have not performed well. Like tip, um, Historically, the Raiders have not done well on the East Coast in the morning. But I don't. that's not true of San Francisco. And San Francisco, um, if you remember, like they, it, they used to do it all the time. They used to have to travel to, to Carolina every year and atlanta every year so this is a it's a it's a franchise that is and i know that was a long time ago but this is a like they they don't have the same historical problems that you know some of these west coast teams do because they they played on the east coast a lot um so obviously i'm taking the steelers here um fantasy wise uh, i think you have to start fryermuth i think he's a good one um Najee, you probably have to start him. Uh, I've got Najee all over the place. And I will tell you that I started Jameer Gibbs over him in one league. Mm. And, uh, you know, feeling pretty bad about that now. But honestly, I I just, unless Najee gets in the end zone, like this is a tough defense here in the Niners. So I I don't have high hopes for Najee today, but uh, I do have high hopes for him for the season. probably got better because they, like, um, now that you know they're going to have Bosa. And they signed uh, yeah. Jerron Hargrave in the offseason. Bosa, you couldn't wait one more yeah. week. No, he couldn't. Sucker. He really couldn't. He wants to hang out with uh, his boy, uh, TJ. Mm. <laughs> so are you going to Niners, Ken? I am actually yeah. going to pick the 49ers today. I think it's going to – I don't – I. I think both teams are going to struggle to get in the end zone. I, I was going to say, I'd take the under in this game. This is uh-huh. going to be a defensive struggle, I, have, I think. I, my, uh, my prediction is a 19-16. For, for the 49ers. So I think it's going to come down to something like that. I think it's going to be close. I can really see it going either way, but I I just I do expect the 49ers to win this game. Okay. They're healthy. They're yeah, healthy. no, this is two playoff teams going at each other, I yes. think. Oh, um, absolutely. And yeah. These are two te- two teams who could see each other again. Yes. Yeah. Uh love it. Uh any other fantasy aspects we need to talk about? Um, I mean, you're starting on the so on the other side um, 
George Kittle. Is, I, even oh, Deontay played, Johnson is a different, decent start this week. I think he's an awesome start. Deontay yeah. Johnson is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite sleepers just like this season period. Yeah, it, like, he's I feel like undervalued kinda, this year. I feel like people just kind of pushed him to the side, and they're all about the George Pickens hype. And to me, the guy that gets open every play is Deontay. Absolutely. I think he's going to lead the team in targets. I don't know. It's I don't. It's funny because I think we could have a situation like the Dolphins had last year, where one leads the team in catches, the other leads the team in yards. Right. And I, I expect him to score at least a handful of touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. And if he had done that last year, people would be drafting him in the top five rounds this year. So, um, Deont- Deontay Johnson, if you were lucky enough to get him, start him. You have to start him. To me, he's a number two, number three wide receiver. Yeah, and, and even though this is going to be a defensive struggle, even on the other side, San Francisco, of course, you're um, starting McCaffrey. Uh, you're starting Debo. You're starting Ayuk. I, I would probably start, Ayuk. So I would start Debo. Ayuk. Ayuk I'd, Ayuk, I'd look for another option. I, if no, I was. no way, no way. He's okay. he, he looks honestly. He I think he could supplant Debo as a number one. Okay, but we're both talking about. Uh, a low scoring game and he's probably the number two he's three, gonna catch fourth he's option. Gonna ca- so i would start him because he's gonna you don't know where the touchdown's gonna come from and the guys who are going to get the ball today are going to be mccaffrey debo and Ayuk. those are the three that are going to definitely going to get the ball kittle's injured so i i don't want to count on him because he's a boom bust tight end anyway like i that's the situation of like if i had drafted kittle and then i'll oh, sorry sorry real quick and i was questioning between like kittle and ferguson or kittle and like musgrave or kittle and dulcich or something like that that's the situation i would do it in because uh, you kittle's boom bust anyway Agreed. and it, it, when he's hurt he doesn't get a whole lot of targets so um, and he's they're playing against Pittsburgh, which is a, a really good defense. So I'd be willing to sit Kittle today. Okay. And we, we didn't talk about something earlier that we should have talked about. Um, and speaking of injured tight ends. So if there's a lot of teams, and I'm going to include myself in them, that we're in tight end hell. Where you're, you're really combing the waiver wires looking for tight ends. So Everybody looks pretty to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so right uh, Kittle's replacement, I mean, is that somebody you're looking to put in your lineup if you have to this week? Yeah, I think so. It, uh, well, I don't if, even know who it is. If I who had is one it? of those guys. So, like I said, if like if you look at the waiver wire, a lot of the guys that made it through because of some, like, uh, their buzz fell off at the end of preseason, because just circumstantially, um, I like Dulcich. I like Chigokonkwo. I like um, C.J. Uzoma in uh, in New York. Um, I like him more than I like Con- Conklin too, because I think he seems to have more of a connection with Aaron Rodgers. Like hard to say at this point, but uh, I mean well, we haven't seen a lot. We we uh, don't know what they. You watched Hard Knocks. I did. I How did, many times but... did you see Conklin? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yeah. How many, but C.J. Uzoma was all over the place, and he was next to Aaron Rodgers all I the time. I never even noticed him, but <laughs> oh, he was. Oh, do you not know who he is? I. He's uh, the, not what he looks like. Huh? Oh yeah, he's he's the, he's the the big the tall dude with the bleach the. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, that's why then, you got and, on. Camera. And then he and yeah. then he bleached his hair green or yeah. dyed his hair green at the end, he, but he was part of the clique, you yeah. know. So I so I'm just saying, but that's we like people made fun of the Matthew Stafford Cooper Cup getting together and have breakfast the summer before he had the greatest fantasy season of all time. And I'm not saying CJ Uzoma is going to supplant Travis Kelsey as tight end one, but I would rather have him than Conklin. Okay. So he's somebody that I might, I might look at like less so like, but if you can get Chig or you can get Dulcich, I would definitely rather start those two guys than start Kittle today. And the thing that we didn't talk about earlier was uh, Isaiah likely. 
Um, yeah, Mark take, Andrews is not going to play today. Mark Andrews is likely. Uh, sorry, guys. Is he out for sure? He's not going to play. Okay, so Andrews he's out not. for sure. Likely is the guy. Uh, likely, if he's out there on it, this is but this still, is a tight you know end that's proven himself. He has, but it's a new offense, so we don't know where the ball is going to go. That's true. Um, I, I, I'm weary. But but if you're in tight end I'll hell, tell you what, last year, I'd remember? be willing to start likely, and I'd be like the Kittle replacement. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Is, I'd probably really go somewhere else. But likely, I'm all year. over. Uh, if you remember, the um, the Ravens were going to play the Bucks on like a Thursday night game, and then uh, or Monday night game, and Andrews was out. Like it, you know, they they canceled. They called him out like before the Sunday games. And we were able to talk about him in the podcast, and I was like, I'm not going after anybody else. Just get this kid likely. Put him in there. You'll be happy. And he went for like – I think he had like six-plus catches and a touchdown in that Tampa Bay game and looked great. And I'm not as excited to start him today as I, as I was last year because, because of the new offense. Because I right. like well, we just don't know what's going to happen. Well, yeah. the, well, the thing is, is, I don't know if Lamar is going to lean on him like a security blanket the way that he would Mark Andrews. So, like in a new offense, right. he gets in trouble. Where's eighty nine? You know what I mean? Right. And I don't know that he's going to be looking for eighty the way that he would look right. for eighty nine. And we saw that on Thursday. You know what I mean? Because so, uh, he might be looking for Odell. No he might be looking for for Zay yeah. Flowers. We, we're not. We're really not sure what he's going to do. Okay, but when but if you're in, in that tight end hell. Are you I, starting like So likely? I would rather start Dulcich or Oconquo than because you but know those guys aren't on on well maybe Oconquo you know, but Dulcich, Dulcich isn't absolutely. on the waiver wire. He, yeah, he is. He made the, he made a lot of waiver wires. Wow. He's he not very highly owned. Um it's not re, in my league. In redraft so. leagues. <laughs> in our, no, we ha, someone has them in our league. Someone right. was smart enough to well, get in them. all my but, leagues, but but a lot of them um really I think so. It, not not like, any of them the that I'm looking on the waiver the wire for tight end. He's not out up Is I saw now this is ESPN leagues because I for the, everybody listening I didn't draft Yahoo leagues this year. I only drafted ESPN. So a lot of my I'm not going to be looking at Yahoo. So I'm be looking at sleeper. I'm gonna be looking. Oh boy. Okay, let's move on to the next game. <laughs> We're getting the wrap. <laughs> Thank up you, everybody. Uh, it was great. So next game is Jags versus the Colts. We got Jags at minus four, over under at 46. If you are betting on the Jags, the money line is at minus 192. And if you're betting on the Colts, the money line is plus 160. Cool. All right. Now, this is a fun game. Um, I'll, I'll let you in on a little preview for DraftKings. This is one of the games I'm targeting in DraftKings. Interesting. Um, I, I like the... Um, the offense for for the the Jags here, um, I think they can really do something interesting this year. I, I think they're going to be coming along. Um, really excited about Calvin Ridley. Like, I I know we haven't seen much. I know it's all preseason hype, but man, what I have seen, I've been very impressed with. And uh, I, he's in my lineup, and I can't wait to see him. <clears throat> yeah. Um... I'm excited for that too. I don't. Calvin Ridley is one of those guys that um, could be one of the best values of the season. Like he could be like the Josh Jacobs of last mm-hmm. year, the Cooper Cup of two years ago, the guy that you got in round four, round five, and was just like a stud every week because it happens every single year. Like he, to me, he's a candidate for that to happen to him. Um, and it's, and like it's going to look good this week because the Colts. Yeah. Cornerbacks are awful. I'm pretty sure they're they're starting two undrafted guys that they picked up last year, and those guys are starting over some draft picks that they made this year. Right. So, 
Um, it, it doesn't look great in Indy right now. and It really feels like they're playing for next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're just like, okay, let's get uh, Anthony Richardson out there, get him some experience, see what he can do, and then we'll draft for next year. Because I, I don't see a lot of wins in the Colts' future for this season. But um, mm-hmm. no, and, and were, this week, and they're they're done this week. But this is actually <laughs> a soft landing for like we talked about how bad a start CJ Stroud is getting up in Baltimore, like um, getting a division opponent at home to start the season uh, is a is, is probably about as much as you could ask for it, you know, as a rookie quarterback. So it's a good start for Anthony Richardson. We'll see how he does. Um, I really want to see him like pass the ball for an entire game because we've only seen flashes of him throwing the ball in camp and right. and in games so i really want to see how he responds to to getting hit he responds to negative plays things like that i want to i want to see what he does um, now is there anybody on the indie side you're willing to start this week anthony well if i drafted him i might be willing to start anthony richardson well, if you started, if you if you drafted Anthony Richardson, you drafted another quarterback. Maybe. And to me, I'd be starting the other quarterback this week. Well, pretty much whoever he is. If you, if not, if that guy was like Dak, like if Mike Dak's playing at New York tonight, I would probably rather start Richardson at home against the Jags. They're they're an average defense. The New York defense. That's is a gonna, huge chance, man. The, not to me. The New York defense is going to be really, really improved. No, I just they got a guy like if like if you're if, a New York if I'm if going in New York week fan, one starting okay. a quarterback that's never seen an NFL you know he's gonna run you know he's gonna run that's the thing that I'm worried about is I think Dak scores like in six point for passing touchdowns I think Dak scores sub twenty today I guess I just don't see that indie offense moving but maybe I'm I'm I don't know. I don't think they're going to be very successful, but I could easily, anything. but I could easily see Richardson having like seventy-five plus yards on the ground and a touchdown, and then after that, how much more does he have to do? Well, and then you're at twelve points, good enough. Thirteen. Yeah. That's yeah. thirteen and a half. Seventy-five yards and a touchdown is thirteen and a half points, and then all if he throws for a hundred yards, he's at seventeen and a half points, and as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, so then you, and then it's a matter of, of like. Other touchdowns, and I, do we really believe the Jaguars are going to hold them like scoreless? No, I think they're going to score a couple of touchdowns, and I think Richardson is going to be responsible for both of them, and I think one of them is going to be on the ground. So, okay. are we all taking I, Jags? I'm definitely taking. Jags. Oh, I'm taking the Jags. Okay. Yeah, the Jags are going to win. I like the Jags a lot this year. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in on Trevor Lawrence. You know that. I, I feel this one's a blowout too. Uh, start your Jags this week. Yeah, as many as you can. Yep. Honestly, as many as you <laughs> and can. Like bench the, your Colts. Um, the only one that I'm not starting is probably Tank, uh, Bigsby. Like I want to see what Tank's going to do. Yeah. Uh, like what, that, how that's they a wait them. and see thing. Yeah. yeah, I want to see how this. That's the most interesting thing of the game, probably, uh, for from from a fantasy perspective, is Anthony Richardson, and then on the Jaguars side, the split between Etienne and Tank Bigsby. Agreed. Next right. up, we got Bengals Browns. Is this the season Bengals fall off? We got Bengals at minus one and a half. The over under at forty seven. <laughs> they didn't take a step back last year. <laughs> Money line is minus one twenty two, and for the Bengals and plus one hundred two for the Browns. All right, um, this is going to be a hard fought game. Uh, this is I, the best game of the day. I, I would not want to pick this game, um, but we're gonna. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns are at home, right? The Browns are at home. God. My heart 
wants to take the Browns, but just because I've got so many pieces of that team. But I think Cincy's going to pull this out. I do, too. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be really close. But I think, you know, Joe Burrow, the highest paid athlete in, in professional sports. Actually, I don't No, that's not true. I don't think. I think. I was like, a professional sports. No, player. basketball players make more. Soccer players probably do, too. Do yeah, not but, baseball players make more, too? No. They don't? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> they used to, but that switched um, okay. several years ago. Um, but, I, I, th- I think on an average, like baseball players do, because there's only 25 of them per team. But we're, we're, we're going way off. Anyway, yeah. I think Joe Burrow is going to get it done. I think um, he's going to. This is that. Like, it's going to be a back and forth game. Yeah. I, think, I like Deshaun Watson this year. I like that Cleveland offense. I do, too. Um, they got a, they have a, the thing is is they have a really good offensive line and Deshaun Watson's never had that before and Nick Chubb is going to eat this year man i tried to get him in so many places yeah that, that's what made me so mad about that trade i was like you got Nick Chubb for a hurt cup uh, don't don't high five five <laughs> <laughs> go away go away with that oh i'm so jealous uh yeah um collusion, and you know what collusion. so you want to trade and, <laughs> and on that note i think that um afc north running backs like we didn't talk about this earlier like naji has a really bad matchup today yes but afc north running backs have such a good schedule all of them they get to play the um the afc south and the nfc west and outside of the 49ers, the NFC West teams all are terrible at stopping the run. All of them. So, um, th- I think they're... We think. It's week one. We don't know. So, the robots tell us. Uh, you could just picked one. You didn't have to do all that. I didn't want to touch it. Thank you. I want one of these mimosas pretty soon, though. That's, that's what I need. Yeah, buddy. Um, oh, fuck it. So, uh, I think this is a start everybody game. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, and the funny, ironic thing is, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. I know, right? You know what I mean? This is this is the north. We we always play low-scoring games. Uh, if you the last year, every team in the north was three and three, I believe, right? Yes, every team was three and three, but they were. But it's not necessarily all low-scoring games. And this Cleveland defense isn't as good as we think they are because they have miles garrett like because there's not there's not a ton around him that's true um i don't think either of these teams are going to be very good at stopping each other because i think the Bengals are going to struggle to stop the run and i think the browns are going to struggle to stop everything so i I really do think this is going to be a high scoring game i actually my prediction on it is actually 31 30 because i think it's going to be a burrow touchdown uh, I'm not sure who he's going to throw it to. Maybe it's Irv Smith, but uh, um, he's like the one piece I wouldn't want to start um, in, in this game. But uh, I love the other tight end, Njoku. I love David Njoku. And if you okay. watch the preseason, I, him and Watson are like they're on the same page. And w- Watson's looking for him. He's he's going to be one of their two or three. I think he's going to be second in the team of targets at the end of the year. Wow. Okay. I do. I, I'm not, but I, that. So we could talk about this right so now. So asking for a One friend, how guys, do you feel about Elijah Moore? I, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Great timing. Um, I'm not in. Yeah. I'm not in yet. Like, and you know what? The reason I'm not in yet is because he runs his mouth so much for a guy <laughs> who's done like nothing. And that always bothers me. And it rarely, rarely, rarely works out. 
and that's actually the thing that gives me pause. The only thing that gives me pause on like, Calvin Ridley is like all the the hype he's you know put on himself. You know, like oh, Jaguars are definitely getting a fifteen hundred yard guy. You know, they're, they're, and it's like, you sure? Like you don't know about that. You don't, right. Like, and what happens if you get hurt? Like that. You know, so I don't I don't like stuff like that. I like people being confident, but you know, like there's there's different levels. There's confidence, and then there's arrogance. And the and the arrogant talk to me a lot of times is just like, you know, puffy cloud stuff. And as soon as somebody just like, you know, hits some firm, like it goes away. And so I I'm not a not a big believer on Elijah Moore. I actually like the two guys behind him better. So asking for a friend then, uh, would you start uh, Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman? Oh man, you know, it's um, a tough one, huh? That is that's really tough. But I think I would rather gamble on, in that situation, today. Baltimore's not going to really need to throw the ball. That's the only thing I'm worried yeah. about, is Baltimore not having to throw the ball. But they want to. That and That's, that's true. And that's the thing that makes they me They want to establish. Them. Yeah. And, and in, we don't know who the number one is in Baltimore. And we know mm-hmm. the number one is in Cleveland. We know who the number two is in Cleveland. Like, we're pretty sure. Yeah. And... and uh, in Baltimore is just up in the air, and their number, the guy we thought that was number one, the jokes that we made all year long, the number one wide receiver in Baltimore is Mark Andrews. Right. Made, we made those. And he's jokes. not there. He's out today. So yeah, I would true. probably rather start Bateman. Yeah, you just talked me into it. Um, I mean, my friend into it, <laughs> and and he's <laughs> one, so he's, back. he's one of those players that I'm scared about not having shares in this year because I'm all in on Zay Flowers. Right. And because of that, I'm, I haven't been in on Bateman. And but he's one of those. Ooh, you better not do good because I don't have any of you. And about six weeks <laughs> you know ago, I mean, I mean uh, <laughs> Jackson came out and said like Bateman is my number one receiver. Yeah. So that I, I've got Bateman in like three or four places, and I'm just like, oh, come on. Maybe so because Keenan Allen's definitely going to miss four or five games this oh, year. Oh, shut it up. Happens every year. <laughs> so He's going to ne- be healthy all year. Let's all move right. on. Uh, next up, we yes. got At age thirty-one. That'll be the healthy year. Yep. Next up, we got Titans against the Saints. Plus three for the Titans. Over under at forty-two. If you're betting on the Titans, the money line is plus one twenty-four, and minus one forty-eight on the Saints. Real quick though, the money line just changed for Bengals Browns minus one twenty-two plus one hundred two. So, um, yeah. We just covered them, so I, might, I thought I might just briefly mention that. Oh, the over-under just changed, too. 42-42 for Titans and Saints. Wow. All right. Sunday morning on week one, lines are changing. Yeah. It was <clears> funny <throat> watching it in real time. I don't ever remember seeing it like just change on me like Well, that. yeah, we're usually doing it on a Friday yeah. night. <laughs> Things don't change. Sorry. Uh, so which game are we on? Titans and Saints. Titans and Saints. This is going to be a tough one to predict here. Uh, this one kind of, I think, it depends on which hype you're buying. You know what I mean? Are you buying the the Titans hype that uh, these guys are going to, you know, they've got they've got um, Hopkins as their receiver now. They they've got Derrick Henry for one more year. That's just going to kick butt. Um, you know, or are you on the other side? Uh, I'm on the other side. I'm going Saints. Yeah. 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 And that's a huge one too. You've got a brand new so, quarterback, brand new everything. That's everybody's darling. This is offseason the is, I yeah, feel I, like, is the Saints, and I just want to crap all over that. Crap all over. <laughs> I don't care because, well, to me, it's just for me. I'm just going like quarterback matchup here. I just don't understand why they're so excited. 
I really don't. I'm not excited, but, no, but I, I mean, don't like, even know who the Titans quarterback managers. is. You guys keep having to tell me. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, the Titans, I think, are going to be better. That This is a fun game because I think the Titans are going to be better than people think they are, and I think the Saints are going to be worse than people think they are. And the reason for that is exactly the same, and it's continuity. Because the Saints still have Dennis Allen as their head coach, who's never succeeded. Never. Like, he is the epitome of white privilege to me. <laughs> like, the guy does not deserve to be a head coach. There are so many more deserving candidates than Dennis Allen. Get, like, he, he'll be done. Like, to me, the Saints will win, like, five or six games this year, and he'll be done. And, and hopefully we never have to see him on the sideline again. And, and I don't know if my predictions are quite as dire as yours there. I think the Saints, I mean, I, it's really hard to say what they're going to do this year. Um, but I think the Titans, <clears throat> excuse me, are going to be better than most people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people have just kind of written off the Titans and they're like, oh, well, they're done moving on. But they have the key pieces and they have good coaching. Uh, I think they're going to be a 10 plus win team. They're getting and, a new offense uh, too. They're getting. They might just start so, get rolling today. I'm definitely taking the Titans. I and I, I like Hopkins. You too. I'm taking the Titans too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I don't I like, mind yeah. Lone um, Wolf in this one. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. No, it's I mean, a, it's a good you know, one to take. Based on buzz around the on the Saints, that's not a bad place to be. This is um, definitely a week but, one game. Because like, I'm just a hater. I don't know. Like, I don't believe <laughs> in the Saints. Just a hater. I don't believe. I, like I've seen Derek Carr play a lot of football. This wasn't an emotional pick for me, by the way. I and. There was an emotion. It wasn't. There's just a whole bunch of like, if this thing happens, you know, the Saints could be really good. And there's a a bunch of those ifs. And it's like, if Derek Carr is better than he's ever been, if Michael Thomas is healthy for the first time in four years, if Alvin Kamara can be Alvin Kamara from three years ago rather than the last two years when he comes back from his suspension. Like it, like if their oh. defense that is that their whose stars are both over thirty can be top ten again. It's like there's so many ifs, and people are just like, well, yeah, their you know their their opponents in the NFC South are the Buccaneers and the Panthers and the Falcons, so they're definitely going to be able to do it. And it's like to me, there's really intriguing things going on everywhere. Except for, I'm not a big fan of Carolina. What's going on? But Buc- the Buccaneers are interesting to me as a team that could cause a lot of problems. Like they could win. Like they're they can be competitive enough to win games. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I think they're an annoying six, seven, eight win team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they're going to steal games from people this year. I, I think Baker Mayfield is going to surprise some people. And then in Atlanta, I love what Atlanta's doing. I think their defense is going to be much better. I and then they're we've already seen what Bijan's going to do. Atlanta is my pick to win the division. Yeah, mine too. So, so um, uh, we got tw- about twenty minutes, and we got about eight teams left. So let's start rocking them out. Okay. Um, next up, we have uh, Cardinals versus the Commanders. Cardinals is plus seven. Over unders at thirty eight. Plus two seventy for the Cardinals money line. Minus three forty. Commanders. Okay, and sorry, just to go back on the last one, Jamal Williams is the starting running back for the Saints. He's the only thing there. Um, he's worth a start if you need it. Um, like, just just keep in mind that he's there for your DraftKings lineup, your 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 regular lineups, whatever. Uh, Jamal Williams is a sneaky play this week, this week only. Okay, so moving on to the game that uh, is just going to get wow. Uh, Washington, I, I think, is one of the biggest favorites of the week this week. Uh, Arizona is just bad. They're just so bad. Yeah. Uh, just, they they you, really look like they're obviously tanking. 
Um, you know, and it's an NFL team, so maybe not. But um, like the commander defense is is the defense to play this week everywhere. Like that's what you're trying to do. I'm thinking about dropping an actual asset in one of my leagues just so I can pick up the Washington commanders this week. (laughs) So that's how much you want to start your commanders Cardinals. I don't think, God, is there anybody you want to start? Um, They did just James Connor. You have to Hollywood Brown is healthy and and playing this week. And I'm starting him as a wide receiver three. Right, um, and and you can start him as I'm a wide receiver or flex, it. but I wouldn't be happy about yeah, it either. Uh, and this is coming from a guy who's been high on Hollywood. And I might I might pivot out of that, depending on like. So we're about to get updates on Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. uh, and I have Jerry Judy is a guy that I have on my bench. I have Marvin Mims on my bench, um, and they're two guys that I would rather be starting than Hollywood Brown. It's just that we know Hollywood Brown's number one. We know he's the number See, one. See, and I'd probably start Judy. But I don't think I would definitely would not start. If Mims Judy so doesn't play, like Mims is still interesting. He's really interesting. Like, but I don't, not somebody I, I'm looking I think for. He, I think both of them are going to have more targets and more production at the end of the year than Cortland Sutton. Both of them. Yeah, Cortland Sutton kind of proved that he wasn't much last year. I think the but, only you know what's interesting about him though is he's like he fits that profile of Sean Payton receivers that have been successful. You know that Michael Thomas, yeah. Marcus Colston. Uh, who am I? Who am I forgetting? But guy like those big, bulky wide receivers that just kind of like they know how to run routes and they go where they're supposed to go. They don't do anything real special as far as like making guys miss and stuff like that. They just do what they're supposed to do, and they have success in a Sean Payton offense. So I like that's the one thing where I'm like I really I, I could I feel like I could be wrong about Cortland Sutton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I, I really just want to be out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of out on like Denver is a prove it to me team. Like, <laughs> I want no part of it. But anyway, Commanders uh, uh, are going to kill here. You don't want to start basically any Cardinals unless you have to. Uh, Connor and Brown, you can start, but other than that, like, avoid it. Uh, Commanders, um, Ro- uh, Brian Robinson this week is going to be very very interesting. <laughs> You know, uh, did you see? You hear that thing from like Antonio Gibson? Gibson too. He called himself the JD McKissick. Of yes, the, I yes. thought that. I thought that was super interesting. Yeah, so, super uh, now disturbing to me because I have Gibson in few places. <laughs> I have nowhere, and I love yeah. Gibson. And actually, when um, uh, who Eric Bieniemy came over from Kansas City, I I did get excited for Gibson a little bit, and I kind of poked around on in a couple dynasty leagues to try and trade for him, but. Um, as things have gone along the summer, I've kind of yeah. like lost that that interest that I have because they have they have other guys that run routes that they like better. The yeah. guy that actually like when he said that to me, the, the guy that I thought of instantly was like our worst worst Curtis Samuel because that, that's what that tells me is like so Antonio Gibson's not going to be getting the ball a whole lot. They're probably going to like the their little trick plays and stuff are going to go to Curtis Samuel. They love him. Well, he's. And we have to talk about the receivers real quick before we move on. Uh, Terry McLaurin and Dotson. McLaurin is going to play uh, for sure. Uh, He's got that turf toe injury he's coming back from. Uh, Dotson, to me, is the play this week. Um, If if I had to choose between the two, I'd take Dotson this week. I'd take him for the season. See, I wouldn't take him for the season. McLaurin is is just too damn good. Uh, You love Ben on Terry. I'll I'll bet on Jahan Dotson versus Terry McLaurin. I'll put that on the board. And just as a thought, Dodson uh, over Sutton is one of Beasy's played. uh, Yeah, I played Dodson. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I like Dodson way more than Sutton. Yep. And you're taking McLaurin? He is. I am. For the season. For the season, not this week. Mm -hmm. 
season-long bet. All right. So I think that's about all we need in there. Oh, Brian sure. Robinson. We went over on that. Yeah. Game, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So Moving next on. up is Panthers at Falcons or are playing against Falcons. Plus three and a half uh, for the Panthers over unders at 40. Plus 154 is the money line for the Panthers. Minus 185 for the Falcons. This is one of the more interesting games of the week for me. Um, I really want to see these two offenses and, and what they do. Um, and basically, I mean, if everything that we know from last year is still true, these two, these two teams want to run the ball. So these running backs like could be really, really good, not just this week, but on the season. Um, in this particular game, man, it, it looks... Oh. God, I, I never want to start two running backs in the same game, but I like both running backs here. Uh, could be very, very interesting. But I'm not real thrilled about the passing options anywhere. I'm, I'm looking, let's see, Panthers, nope. Adam Thielen, uh, baby. Falcons, nope. Yeah, actually, I mean, I am. I am. Who? Who, who are you possibly excited about? There's like, nobody I'm starting in these uh, so, as a receiving option. I, okay, so... If um, you if you couldn't start uh, Christian Watson or you lost Cooper Cup, uh, Drake London is somebody who is going to be on is going to be people's wide receiver fours threes maybe depending on where you got him you could have got him in, in seventh round the snake drafts. Um, I love Drake London. His numbers his metrics were insane. Like the volume just needs to increase for the Falcons in order for both Drake London and Kyle Pitts to become real fantasy studs. Just, right. and, to, and to me, Bijan Robinson is going to be like the, the thing that cracks that open because Bijan is going to extend drives that would have otherwise just died because he's just, because he's Bijan. He's going to, he's going to make special right. plays and I think, like I said, we've talked about this. The Fal I think we think the Falcons are going to win the division, and the reason I think they're going to win the division is because I think they're going to be able to score. I think they're going to be able to move the ball, and they're going to be able to score. And the guys that are going to be most responsible for that through the passing game are Drake London and Kyle Pitts. So who, who you guys I got? would avoid? <laughs> who do you guys I, got? I'm starting game? Kyle Pitts this week for sure. Falcon, uh, Falcons or Panthers? Who you guys got? I'll take Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. So next up, and I'm going to try to rumble through these because we're at our 10-minute mark till 9, uh, is um, Eagles versus the Patriots. Eagles is minus 3.5, the over-under at 44.5. Money line is at 185, and the Patriots have a plus 154. Okay. Uh, take the Eagles. Um, you start all your Eagles, but not you know with super confidence just because the New England is a good defense. Um, and on the New England side... I'm. I, what's uh, the Romandre Stevenson news? I know we're about to go over we the injury, know. but like I, it's. Man, but I, it's funny for me. I, I, it's tough for me to comment on because I've been out on him in general. This I have too. Uh, because people didn't seem to be affected by Zeke coming in. It didn't seem to affect his price at all. His draft capital didn't was unaffected. Right. And I am to, curious about Zeke on that team. Huh? I'm curious about Zeke on that team. He's going to score. He's the touchdown. Like to score. me, to me, he, Zeke's going to score uh, ten touchdowns again this year. It's going to happen. He's only going to rush for about 600 yards, right? If that. But he's going to vulture a bunch of touchdowns from Ramondre. Ramondre mm -hmm. was one of the worst running backs in efficiency inside yep. the goal, uh, the goal to go area inside the five. Yes. And Zeke is the best. Yep. 
He it's was what I think he, he does. Was, that's he, what he can still do. That's yes. He's still very good at finding finding that little crease and then pushing because he's but, huge. He's six. He's, he's but six, I got to say that that picture going around the internet of him and it's like, hey, look at our new offensive lineman. Like, oh god, I laughed so hard at I that. I didn't see it. I didn't see oh really? It. No, I didn't. Oh, see there's it. a picture of Zeke and he's looking kind of fat or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh. And they're like, hey, look at our new oh, offensive okay, lineman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but are you going to go with like your? Certain, huh? Are you going to go with your normal? Go against the Eagles trend here? Are you going to pick the? Pick <laughs> no, the no, no. I'm, I'm actually going to pick Philadelphia to win this game. Okay. <clears throat> I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Actually, because I think the the Patriots are another one of those teams that's better than people think they are. Really? And okay. the, so, the, and the interesting thing about the Patriots to me is that Bill Belichick has uh, has actually talked a lot about the rebuild and how like and you'd never really think of the Patriots as being having been in a rebuild because Bill Belichick's still been there. Their defense has been they've right. been competitive and they've been like they made the playoffs once and they've been right there yeah. two other times. Uh, so. But they've been rebuilding since they lost. But he, Brady, for but sure. he looks, at, yeah, and they have, and yeah, t- exactly, and, and internally they have been rebuilding. And he looks and looks at year four as the the year where you know, like he expects that their team to be much better. Like their division is so competitive that like the Patriots could be much better and still be like nine and eight. Seven but games I, to go. Seven but I expect that's where they'll be. All right. Move I on. still haven't gotten an injury update, by the way. So okay. like, we, we can just keep going. I haven't. I've not gotten an email. I've been looking down at my phone the last ten minutes, searching for it. We can I just look one up I online. I don't see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we can we go can. to ESPN and, if and, we need and to. We, and we weren't planning on stopping until nine thirty anyway, so we can just like it, it's like it can be the last thing that we do. But uh, yeah, we can move on. All right. Dolphins and Chargers. Dolphins plus three. Over unders at fifty one. Uh, plus one thirty six. Money line on the Dolphins. Minus one sixty two for the Chargers. This is the game of the week. Like the fantasy, fantasy game, game of the week. This is the one. Yeah. Uh, this is where it, uh, I think the the over under is 51. I think it's what the highest of the week or close to the highest of the week. Uh, the yeah, it, this is this is the game. If you have anybody in this game, start them. Um, I am all over uh, the Chargers. Um, and then like Dolphins, Mostert. Mostert is the last man standing in the backfield. Um, he's actually a good start this week. He's, he's not somebody I'm going to start want, want to start most weeks, but this week I'm all over him. Uh, Chargers. Oh my God, Herbert. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm so excited about him this year. Uh, this year in general, this week against the Dolphins. Like I just I see points getting scored, and uh, I can't wait to rack them up. Yeah, and then to me, the thing that people aren't talking about a whole lot with Herbert is that I think he's going to score more rushing touchdowns this year. Because, hmm. like, that was one thing that um, Kellen Moore, they used to do in Dallas until the Dak injury was he used to run more. There used to be more design run plays, and Herbert is somebody who can move. So um, him and Trevor Lawrence are a couple of guys that I actually expect to score, like, five-plus rushing touchdowns, touchdowns this year I see. That, that people don't may not expect. Because they're talented enough that they can do it, yeah. and and it sometimes it's just the best play is to d- drop even if they're not a design run, but to you know for them to be aware that the lane could open and they could just run. They're the, they're two guys that I expect to be smart enough and athletic enough to make those plays. Um, so. Let's so see. that being said, start everybody. 
I don't think I really have anything contrarian to say about either of these two teams. I'm really excited about both of their offenses. I'm still not the hugest Tua fan. Like, everybody knows that about me. Everyone's waiting for the next concussion, Um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope you got Mike White if you drafted Tua. Sounds (laughs) like you guys are going Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I am going Chargers. Okay. So next up, we got the Rams versus the Seahawks. Rams are at plus five, or over-under is at 45 and a half. 185 is the money line on the Rams, minus 225 for the Seahawks. And I'm sorry, Ray, but these are two teams going in two different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, love Seattle here. Uh, love all the options. You're going um, Seattle too, I'm guessing? Yeah, Seattle's just deep. Walk, I like, Walker is, uh, is healthy. Well, at least he's playing. I'm... I'm looking forward to the Seattle-San Francisco games this year because th- those are going to decide that division. Yeah, I agree. This season. And, I mean, to me, like to everybody. But, like, I really want to see if uh, Seattle is more competitive because they, they have not been in the same ballpark as the 49ers the last couple of years. Right. So, um, I but I expect them to get the job done today. They're at home. They're playing against the Rams, who are cupless. Uh yeah, I don't I think, even know why I they're think, playing this one. They I might think as well Seattle's just like beaten the Rams you know? once. I think maybe twice. We get since, pop up that over there. Since um, oh, Geno Smith is going to be amazing this year. Oh yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, that was that was a good eye, good catch. Yeah, you're probably uh, right there, water busy. Since uh, McVay took over, that's just my my piece on what, that. What's that? I think they've beaten them once or twice. Oh, Seattle? Yeah. It's really interesting, yeah. Like that, the West Division has a very merry-go-round way of beating each other. Over the last couple of years, it's been really funny. Because, like, McVeigh can't beat um, uh, Shanahan. Yeah. And then Shanahan can't beat Carroll. <laughs> Until, like, last year they swept him. So that was, like, the first time. But they've had a lot of problems with Seattle since, since he took over. Um, and then Arizona can't beat anybody. But... <laughs> Should yeah no, should we move on? Let's yes. Yeah. All right. Packers versus the Bears. I like this game. I would like it a lot more if Christian Watson was playing. The Packers were full powered. Yes. But um, I like this game. I really want to see if the Bears like I like. I wish the Packers were full powered because I really want to see if the Bears are competitive with the Packers for like the first time in thirty years. Because it's really been since like Brett Favre took over back in the nineties that the the Packers have just been better than the Bears every single year. Every year. There was like even those Jay Cutler years, remember they had the Jay Cutler years? Like even in like the year when they uh the Bears made it through to the Super Bowl, they had that great defense that made it through to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Like that team really wouldn't have made it without Devin Hester and <laughs> and uh and the Packers were still projected to win the division. So uh if like the Packers or the Bears can get off to a good start and win this game and be convincing, be a good looking football team, it'll be really exciting for Chicago fans. This is a game where it's like, you, to me, I have no idea where these teams are going. Uh, Chicago, I, I, Green Bay, like I'm like, I don't think I, it's to the playoffs. I don't you know. But but are they heading in an upwards direction, downwards right. direction? How are their quarterbacks? Like, 
there's so many questions around both of these teams. Uh, it, it's kind of crazy. What and exactly is... were the Packers trying to trade away for Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what exactly does that mean? Does that mean they're like they're totally out on that both of their running backs, or does it mean they really wanted to use their running backs? We don't know exactly what that and, means. And, and really at this point, I feel like they have do. two very like, mediocre running backs. Like, like uh, Aaron Jones used to be good, but I, now he's, he's like he's eh, still top ten every Dylan, year. You not, realize that, right? I. I, he was I'll still put that the, on the board. He, He's he was, not top no, 10 this year. He was still number nine last year in PPR. Not this despite year. Despite missing a couple of games. Aaron Jones is still a bad dude. You think he's top and, 10? And to, yeah, I do. And to me, it, that to, I do think so. And that's what, like when you were knocking that deal that I made, I think that at the end of the year, end of the year you're going to look at those stats for Aaron Jones. And unless Cup doesn't play at all, there's going to be at least a couple of weeks where I get out. those My trade gets outscored by that trade, that side of the trade. I firmly believe that. All it's right. just I didn't believe that I could get through the first few weeks of my, my season with the receivers I had minus right. cut. And like the, the, I, I guess I just see Aaron Jones a lot lower than you do. To me, he's like a number to me, 20 see, running to me, back this year. he's the safety valve of that team. Like he, he's the guy. He's the, he's the best offensive player that they have. And it, it's not really Ooh. that close. But no, I, I think Christian Watson is the best potentially. Player. No, yeah, well, for like sure, potentially. That, it's, but that's so, like, I can't, ugh, I hate I mean, stuff potentially, like that. if they have a quarterback, which we don't know if they I don't do even, or not. What do you mean it's not even just potentially if they have a quarterback? Christian Watson still runs wrong routes and makes drops. <laughs> like, he's still a raw receiver. He's still not proven that he can be yeah, we were anywhere talent, close but. to the draft capital. Like, people were drafting him next to Calvin Ridley. To me, that was Ooh. criminal. Yeah. They're going in the same round. Yeah, no, that's it's, nuts. That that was that was ridiculous to me. That's like, nuts. and and Romeo Dobbs was going undrafted, but Romeo Dobbs is the guy who has all the chemistry with Jordan Love and was the guy who produced efficiently when he was on the field last year. So, and I've but, been off Dobbs. I will and he totally beats, admit and, that. And when they're on the field together, he beats Watson in targets. The thing is, is people fell in love with Watson because he had those two games where he scored like five touchdowns. Well, and he looks like a much better player. It's like, like to me, he's just like whoa. To me, like I, I made this comparison that Gabe Davis. To me, it reminds me of Gabe Davis. We he had that one game where he scored four touchdowns against Kansas City, and and people are never gonna forget it. Like he's gonna be, people are gonna remember that and think he could do that again for the like the rest of his career. And I think Watson is a similar player because he had such a special little run that he's going to – even even if he flames out in Green Bay, someone else is going to pick him up and fantasy managers are still going to be like, maybe. And it's also like, um, who's another guy? Uh, who's the guy who couldn't stay in the league because he kept get, he kept having marijuana problems? Uh, Josh Gordon. Oh. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it reminds me of so far. So I haven't seen anything like – particularly special about him so you guys going packers or bears i still don't know i'm picking the packers <laughs> i'm gonna pick the packers because like i said um bears are at home i'll take the bears I, yeah i just don't i don't believe in the bears yet and i don't believe in either team so I, I, there's a lot of hype on dj moore because he had some really um good looking uncontested touchdowns in the preseason when guys don't tackle but um 
we'll see. We'll see when uh, what Justin Fields is able to do when uh, when defenses are actually covering him. Next up, we got the Raiders at, uh, versus the Broncos, plus three and a half. Over under is forty three and a half. If the money line is one forty two on the Raiders, minus one seventy on the Broncos. Um, I've got a injury report. It's pretty close to nine o'clock. Do we want to do that real quick, yeah, and then we'll come back let's to the take games? A pause and do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, just real quick, uh, quarterback uh, Burrow is in. In case you didn't know, um, he's probably not going to run a ton, but start Burrow. Uh, running backs, I've got Zach, Zach Moss out, Condre Miller out, uh, Cordell Patterson out. No. Um, Devon A. Chain not expected to be active. That's news. Yeah, so, so that means Ahmed is an interesting add. Um, in case Mostert gets hurt, today. if you're desperate, I'm, yeah. no, 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 yeah. I'm, no, I'm not saying I like see what start saying. him. I'm saying like you know beat the waiver wire ad. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do. Is on Sunday you find out these like these injuries reports and stuff like that, and like pick up somebody who could uh, because now there's more pressure on whoever it is that is going to play. Pick up the next guy. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got you a, never know. A, yeah, if you got a roster spot, you know uh, you can put somebody in the IR. That's that's something a lot of leagues you can take advantage of. Is if you've got that player who's now out. You can move him to your IR spot and pick up somebody that you won't have to drop until you make another roster move right. um, on, and, and, um, on Tuesday. So yeah, solid advice. Take advantage. Like That's something that you should definitely be doing is always taking advantage of as many roster spots as you can. Yep. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is an afternoon game, but he is expected to play. Uh, Brees Hall's Monday expected to play. Uh, also expected to split time. So Yeah. Well, oh, actually, not split time. I think Dalvin Cook's going to take most of the carries there. But yeah, that's interesting. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's another one of those uh, situations. It's 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 kind of similar to Jameer Gibbs because you're like you're worried about how much work he's actually going to get, but you know when he gets work, it's going to be yeah. awesome. Yes. But you've also seen him carry a big load, so it's going to be difficult not to start Brees Hall, especially where you drafted him. Yeah. Hard to keep him on the bench. Yeah. Uh, moving on think, to wide receiver. I don't receiver. think I could. I, I think I, I, like, I would at least be able to find a flex spot for him. Yeah. yeah I, I've got one. Well, actually, our dynasty league, and I'm just like, oh, in or out, in or out. I, right now, I've got him in. I would, yeah, I would start him. Okay. Uh, wide receiver, Cooper Cup, if you haven't heard, placed on IR, mm. out for at least four weeks. Uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown is uh, in. Um I'm a little like I've been I've been up on him all year, all off season, and then I really saw how much the the foul or the uh, the the Cardinals are really intentionally tanking. So I, I kind of came down on him, but You're he's definitely somebody you want to have as your like number number four receiver. Number four. Number four. If he's number yeah. your number four wide receiver, I think he's still going to pay off well. I agree. Um, Adam Thielen is in. Who cares? Also a number four receiver to me this year. <laughs> Thielen? Yeah. Because yeah, he's going to be the number one target getter for Carolina for as long as he stays healthy. But that's just not that valuable a spot. I'm, I, 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 Carolina has a really good offensive line. Teams that have really good offensive lines just have a shot to, yeah. to produce points. And Carolina did last year. They like They had multiple running backs produce points. Um, if they could have gotten a quarterback to get DJ Moore the DJ Moore the ball, they they would have gotten more. But um, I I liked the little bit that I saw out of Bryce Young this preseason. Like I, my only thing on him is whether or not he'll be able to stay healthy. For as long as Bryce Young is healthy, I think he's going to be a competent quarterback. 
So I, I think they'll be fine. So I think Adam Thielen is somebody that you can be okay with having as your, your – uh, Number your, three your slash reserve. number four your wide, reserve wide receiver. Wide, yeah, yeah. Re- okay. You don't, you don't mean, want to start him, and most weeks you should have a better flex option. But on but your bye weeks – If you need to, you can just throw Just plug him in, in there. Yeah, that, that sounds like, about right. You're going to get your, right. your eight to ten points at a minimum, and he yeah. can score. Don't rely on him, but have him on your bench just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romeo Dobbs expected to play. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Watson out. Um, Devontae Parker not expected to play. Who cares? Ooh. That Patriots wide receiver core is interesting to me this year because they're going to be better, and we don't know where the ball is going. That's true, but most likely it's going. To, I don't Juju. know. I, I don't. Yeah. People expect it to be Juju, but Mac is the Mac likes to throw the ball, and and Devonte is like has you know flashed a little bit for him. So I don't it, know. I just don't see a lot of value in that I, offense right now. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, well, he's one of the guys that I could I could see sneaky value in. Yeah. Like, and he'd be on your waiver wire too. Yeah, I somebody, see that. somebody that people should should have been watching if he was going to play. But um, now I'm definitely out on them them winning tonight. Uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, he's the afternoon game still questionable. No time. No uh, information he on said him. It was unfortunately, be his choice too. Like if you, if you saw that, that uh. heard that little clip. Um, it, it was going to be his call. Like the coach <laughs> left it up, like you know, left it up to him. <laughs> well, then he better play. <laughs> I, I like. I hope he plays. I hope he plays. I like, what's the I injury? Actually, I'm what? really excited to see that Denver. What, what's the play. injury on Judy? Hamstring. Oh, everybody's got hamstring good. injuries. I dude, so many and, hamstring. And injuries. And you know what's weird is nobody played any practice football games. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Maybe if they had played some football. Nah. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Wandale Robinson, who cares? Doubtful. All right. Uh, tight ends. Here's the big one. Uh, Mark Andrews is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pick up likely if, you, if you're if you in desperate need. Um, and just be aware that, uh, that, that Andrews and yeah, and is out there. Yeah, and looking on that wave and, wire. And actually, that should make Baltimore interesting this week because we need we get to see where that ball is going to go without uh, Andrews in it. I agree. I yeah. like it, it. It's like you really get to. I think Zay Flowers is going to be so that to me. If so, rather than starting like being like, oh, I'll just start Isaiah Likely. Now I actually have qu- questions about Zay Flowers. If I actually want to start Zay Flowers, you know, uh, because I think he's going to get the ball. I th- I think to me, I've talked about him a bunch. I think he's special. Um, I think he was the best wide receiver in the class. I think he's going to be better than Jackson <laughs> Smith and Jigba. Um, a lot of that is going to be based on the fact that Njigba is going to have to compete with Lockett and right. um, uh, Metcalf for a couple of years for targets. But Zay Flowers is that guy. Like he's very he's, high risk, very high he's reward. He's going to be open. Um, he's yeah. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, Lamar is going to be looking for, to get in the ball. Um, yeah, so Ooh. that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, George Kittle in. Yeah, and like I said, even if he's in, I'm not. I don't. I, I'd be weary of starting him. Uh, agreed. Like you might have to based on where you got him and what you have behind him. You know what your roster composition is. But if you've got a slot on your roster, like you just don't care about a guy or something like that, and there's a and like I, there's a Conquo or Dulcich or actually because Watson's out, Luke Musgrave is the tight end for the for the Packers is interesting. Yeah. He's looked really good. Why, why did he mention that by the way? He's uh, looking at Musgrave. Uh, we, I'm going to grab this. Of course. Um, um, so yeah, I would I would not be excited about starting rookie tight ends. Kittle. Oh my god, yeah, that makes but, me so but a, but a semi-injured Kittle at the Steelers is your alternative. Yeah. I, <laughs> when you look I, at it through that lens, I'd like, still go Kittle, but I, the, I definitely see what you're saying. 
Uh, Zach Ertz is in. Um, sneaky little play there. And uh, Darren Waller is tomorrow, but he's expected to play, and that's big time right that there. That is I big just, time. That's, that's that was tonight, huge. Actually, like, tonight. like he came on to the injury report late in the Scared week. Scared the crap out of me. Me too. I've got him in my guillotine league. So oh. in my league where oh. I cannot yeah, lose can't this lose. week. Literally can't lose. And and uh, it the the waivers had locked, so I could not pick up another tight end. And I was just like, oh god, he has to play or I'm done. So uh, very happy to see Waller in there. Um, but that is the injury report I have. Uh, if anybody has any questions about uh, a certain injury or a certain player, please throw it up there. Um, but that's what I have for right now, and I think we can uh, move on to the games. Okay. Let's see here. Where did we leave off at? Uh, you announced a game, and then I interrupted you. I can't remember which game it was. <laughs> I think it was the Broncos Raiders. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, yeah, Broncos Raiders, so I'll just reread that. Plus three and a half Raiders uh, over under is at 43 and a half plus 142 for the Raiders and minus 170 for the Broncos. OK, so Broncos are our home favorites, um, not by a ton. I mean, three and a half is basically what you'd expect from, you know, any game. If the, the two teams are basically even, uh, whoever's at home gets basically a minus three is usually the, the way things go. Um, but. I want to say that I like the Broncos better here, but man, I, I have serious problems relying on Russ at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was going to say Russell like, Wilson. Uh, like with these close matchups, like it, for me, it comes down to like a quarterback matchup, right? Yeah. And who do they got? The Raiders now have uh, the old San Francisco guy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, What's his name? Um, good looking kid. Uh, 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 Garoppolo. Garoppolo, yeah. Damn, I would not have remembered that. <laughs> so for me, that's kind of what this game's going to boil down to. It's just kind of those, the performance on those two. And uh, do, doesn't Garoppolo have some better weapons around him? Uh, yes. I let's see. He yeah. Overall, yeah, I mean he's he's got Devonte Adams out there. Um, gosh. I don't know, man. These these are two teams that I'm not super high on. These are two teams that I'm kind of avoiding in fantasy overall. Um, I guess I take the Broncos here just because they're at home. But I, I don't feel good about any of the options in this game. I do. This isn't really anything, uh, especially on the Broncos side, the running backs. Like, who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited I'm, about Javante Williams. I, people, I'm excited to see what he can do this week, he, but me, we don't know. He's another one of those candidates to be like Jacobs from last year, Cup from two years ago. Guy that he got in the mid-rounds that at the end of the year, it's like, that was my best player. Right, <laughs> but but with that injury, he's not expected to be himself for another six to eight weeks. What have you been looking at, dude? Like, have you, You've not been watching him then. He looks great. Okay. He looks awesome. And, and that's he played gonna, in the preseason. I know. I saw that. And, and everyone was shocked and about he looks, that. He looks good. <laughs> and He's ready to go. Like, to me, he is that that upgrade, that slight upgrade from Alvin Kamara. Because he has because in addition to having those pass receiving skills, he has the body that can withstand the the punishment that comes with running the ball 20 times a game like he he's got saquon barkley upside to me i I agree and and in that sean payton offense i mean i just can't i cannot wait to see what they're going to do i I love him in the the second half of the year i'm most excited about i i was like that 
initially. Him and Brees Hall were basically in the right. same bucket to me, but paying attention all off season, he's been ahead of Brees Hall in recovery since like April. No, I it's, completely and, agree. And it has yeah. continued where they've been like, well, you know, cautious on the Brees Hall side. And Javante's doing this. Javante's yeah, doing very that. Very bullish, yeah. Yes. So, and that could blow up. Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, in modern times, these teams are so ca- – uh, they're so cautious with their players that that gave me a lot of confidence in, in Javante. So I could be wrong, but Javante – like, if I was – Javante Williams is my ride or die this year. Yeah. Like, if I was Matthew Barry, that's where my money would have been. I've, I've seen been. you going after him like, the last month and a half, yeah. Yeah. He's, I've got him in a lot of places. Um, he's uh, – to me, he's going to be a stud. So, uh, so who are you going? Broncos. Okay. Yeah. To me, the Broncos are going to – I like the Broncos a lot this year. Okay. I, I do. I, um, so you're confident with Russ? Or I just... am. He looks great. Okay. And not – so – and here um, from a football perspective, I'm not saying the Broncos are going to be like 13-4, and 12-5, and five and, you know, have a home playoff game. I don't expect that. But from a fantasy perspective, Russell Wilson lost 20 pounds this year. And if you, if you watch their games – in the preseason, they're going to be calling quarterback designed runs. I did see that. I did see that. That's going to happen. So if Russ goes Which, back to being a guy who produces 40 yards plus per game on the ground, he's going to be a top five quarterback. Yeah, and he's also 30 plus and going to get hurt if he's doing that. Uh, I mean. He's going to get hurt, Ken. He's not going to. It's not like he's going to be like Lamar Jackson out there no i, I I'm, know but, but i'm saying like we would still like to see some design runs out of dak you know and that's that's what i think is going to happen is i think you're going to get dak prescott plus some additional running that dak doesn't do anymore so okay. that that's where russ is at for me he's not like oh my god how are you not drafting him over josh allen and jalen hurts it's not like that right. it's that I think he's going to score a couple rushing touchdowns this year. I think he's going to produce like 400-ish yards on the ground this year. And it's not like major, but that's going to be enough to push him in front of guys like Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Geno okay. Smith. I I think that because I think in the, I think he's going to have success in this Sean Payton offense. I think they're going to score. So what about the Raiders on the other side? Uh, oh, I hate the Raiders this year. You're, you're start well, but you're starting Jacobs. You're starting Adams. Yeah. Is there anybody else you're starting and, on the Raiders side? But to be, no. And to be okay. honest, that, you, that's what we need to throw out there. And honestly, you don't you don't feel good about it even like the the capital that was required to get Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams because of what's going on with the Raiders. Like I, I they're I going see, to be the focal points of that offense. They for are, sure. but I mean. How their their quarterback is now a guy who gets hurt every year. That was the one good thing you could say about Derek Carr is he plays every week. You could count on his off on his weapons because he plays every week. Jimmy could get hurt, and then you're looking at Aiden O'Connell. Right. Yeah, who I like, I like. I think has a better like career arc than Jimmy. I like I, if you've seen Aiden O'Connell play, he can play. He, right. like, he can pass the ball. And he might get the chance. And he's going to get the chance. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell will start games this year. Sorry, Raiders fans. That's going to happen. Aiden O'Connell's going to start this year. All right. What do we got next? Next up, Cowboys versus the Giants. I feel like right, this Giants, is going to go long. So, uh, <laughs> so minus three for the Cowboys, over under 45. And minus 166 is the money line if you're betting on the Cowboys. 
plus 140 if you're betting on the Giants. Okay, I'll, I'll start off real quick. Uh, I want to give the Giants side, and I'll, I'll leave the Cowboys side up, up to Ken over here. And um, this is going to be a tough, hard-fought uh, divisional matchup. Uh, my guess is it's probably going to be very defensive. I mean, you've got two. Uh, well, Cowboys are a huge defensive team, and uh, Giants are trying to be. Uh, Giants are super well coached. Uh, they've got Saquon Barkley, and uh, they've got, what, 12, 13 different slot receivers. So, I mean, maybe one will work out. And but <laughs> Interestingly, like the one of the last things that I heard. Sorry, um, Waller at tight end. Woo-hoo. One of the last things I heard uh, about the Giants that was I, I thought was interesting was that Paris Campbell actually is um, a, from Giants beat writers and stuff, from respectable sources. Um, apparently is going to play a big part in the offense. So hmm. I don't – that makes – that like for somebody who's been in on Isaiah Hodgins, I, like I don't like that. I don't like hearing that. But it's important news. So if you – like if you see Paris Campbell um, as a focal point of the offense tonight, yeah. you can pick him up. Well, and that's, that's what you need to watch is who is the focal point yes, of that it, offense. So yeah, for like, sure. I'm just saying specifically if it's Paris Campbell tonight, it's probably not a fluke. It's probably going to continue. It's probably somebody you can pick up like a Josh Reynolds. But are we agreed that the passing game is probably going to center around Waller? Yes. Right. Yes. And uh, also I'm just kind of out on their passing options because I think it's going to play out a lot like Buffalo mm-hmm. where you have the or one. Or Kansas City where it's just the, everywhere. The one guy that you ha- that he counts on when he gets in the red zone. And like so, Diggs dominated a lot of the a lot of the targets, and then Daniel Jones is going to steal a lot of the touchdowns. I, right. I think Daniel Jones has a chance to score like eight or nine touchdowns this year. So I agree on the ground on the ground. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Specify. So uh, what do you think of uh, the Cowboys here? Uh, I mean, I love especially my boys. fantasy wise. I love my boys this year, and actually, um, I th- I think they again have the best offensive line in football. There's not a hole anywhere. They actually have six guys that they can start now. And they just um, they recently inked their uh, right tackle, their, who's probably their fourth best offensive lineman, to a $85 million deal. So they're, <laughs> like, they are loaded up front. Okay. Um, and I expect Dak to be more proficient this year. I, I expect him to turn the ball over less. Um, and I expect them to dominate tonight. Like Michael right. Michael Parsons is going to come out and have himself a sack party. I'm going to take the Giants at home. Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and give you uh, the Lone Wolf. Yes, um, what a way to start the year. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited about my boy. No, 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 he's giving me the Lone Wolf. Oh, I'm lone giving wolf. him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his Dang. Lone Wolf week. Dang. His Lone Wolf pick of the week. Oh, it's the only one he got. Yeah. Oh, man. that's a bad place to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it at all. Honestly, I think that is a very much a coin flip game, and Giants are at home. So next up, we got Bills versus the Jets. Bills minus two and a half. The over under at forty five and a half. Money line on the Bills is minus one thirty five, and the Jets are a plus one ten. Oh, I can't wait for this game. This right. is this is like besides Pittsburgh, obviously. This is the game I want to see the most. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Aaron Rodgers uh, and the Jets and see what they can do. See if they're the team we think they are. Um, like right now, I mean, it's probably just, uh, you know, hard knocks hype, but I feel like Jets are a Super Bowl contender, I agree. man. I know. Like, I'm, I'm you look you. at them on I'm paper so and they're like, say that. amazing. So glad to hear you say that because, yeah, because we know their defense is full of studs. We know they're like, they already proved it. Their defense is going to be top level. 
if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, how are they not a Super Bowl contender? Yes. Right? That's the only thing that can go wrong, right? Or, or you know, he suddenly loses it because he's old. He, but, but he hasn't. But no, I think he's him. got it this no, year. No, he yeah. looks amazing. Like and to me, like Aaron Rodgers last year, the problem wasn't that he fell off physically at all. You, if you watch the games, he just looked irritated all the time. Right. Yeah. Because he, uh, he had no weapons. We had not, that discussion a it, lot it last wasn't year. Just, it wasn't that he had like, but we like it. We like those same guys this year. No, we like, always are. Sorry, I always liked Watson. And when Watson was in, Watson, like, all of a sudden, uh, Rogers started looking good. He was, no, but Watson, Watson was no, only in true. for, like, four that's or five games. True. Like, Watson is the reason that he lost the Lions game last year. It, not the last, not the first one, the, or excuse me, not the second one, the first time when they lost in Detroit. That was Watson who ran two consecutive wrong routes okay. at the goal line and caused Aaron Rodgers to throw an interception. Yeah. Like, He's a rookie. Me, he's a he was getting, he's He was still, a rookie getting relied on more than he should have been. Right. right. And, and he had it going, and it was all over the place. He had, and, and that was the, to me, that was the thing about Rodgers. Was that all over the place, he had a bunch of guys who he couldn't count on. He yes, didn't. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, he didn't, he didn't know when he threw the ball if his guy was going to be in the right spot or if a defender yes. was going to be in the right spot. And so he just looked irritated last year. All right, so this Already year this he's summer, got Garrett Wilson. And, well, and not even just Garrett Wilson; like he's uh, like Randall Cobb's there too. Yeah, I mean, and, and well, and it's even that's Randall a Cobb, that's a comfort blanket thing. I, I wouldn't not yeah. even on the field. You saw you watched Hard Knocks. The biggest the biggest thing, the most important thing that Randall Cobb can do for me to penalties me oh. is to get uh, <laughs> Xavier Gibson ready to play for him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like because because to me that's Xavier Gibson is the next slot guy that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball to. Like that, He's got special talent. And that's and, that undrafted rookie, right? Yes. yes. And, and one of them. They have right. two. They had two that made right. the One team. speedster and, and one like, Brownlee, possession guy. I yeah. really like Brownlee. Like he's, he's got some real big, like, big play potential. So, um, yes, we watched Hard Knocks. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but I, I watched Brownlee before Hard Knocks happened. I heard I, I heard some buzz about him in, like, June or something like that. There was some video of him um, burning sauce, and, and he did. Hmm. And that showed up on Hard Knocks. That's, they, that's big time. Uh, yes. And so I picked him up immediately. Um, okay. And I and I've so I've been happy to have him in in almost all of my dynasty leagues, but so uh, sorry real quick uh, Jets obviously we love Garrett Wilson do you like and, and we love the running backs we we love Dalvin Cook this week and Brees Hall in the future who do we who else do we like as a receiving option for the Jets anyone uh, no, fantasy wise no that's no, kind of where right I'm now. at like you're gonna so for fantasy starts you're gonna start Garrett Wilson you're gonna start Aaron Rodgers you should start both running backs. And that's probably it. Yeah. Like, we don't we don't know what Alan Lazard's going to do. We don't know which tight end he's going to prefer. We don't know who's going to have the the slot reps. Like we we expect it to be Randall Cobb, but Randall Cobb's never been a producer. Really, a Matt. Yeah, he's got I, one I think it's season. gonna be a hodgepodge after after Garrett. So on the other side, we got the Bills. Um, and on the other side, the offensive options are actually worse to me because they're playing at because, the Jets. Yeah, at the Jets. I, so, that's like, a big deal. So you're not going to start Gabe Davis, I don't think. I, I you're, not, you're trying not to. You're trying not to. But there's a good chance you have to based on the value that you spent on him. <clears throat> but but you're, if you have another option, I'd be going with basically any other option if I could. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to start Diggs. Uh, what about James Cook? I'd try not to start James Cook this week if I could. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I but, mean, but, you, but again, you probably drafted him as your number RBC, two or your flex. Yeah. So you might have to start him. But if you have options, 
don't do it. Like I like he's a huge question mark anyway. You have options like guys like Deion Jackson for the Colts would be better this week than James. Oh my God. Uh, you wouldn't ra- come on. You wouldn't rather. Start. We saw what he did. Nah, Deion Jackson. Deion like, Jackson last year on his had two games. Like when the two games, where Deion Jackson was the focal point of the of the off the running back. Um, he produced twenty five plus PPR points both games. So I mean, you, you just what are you going to do? Ignore that. Yeah. No, I agree. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I would, and James Cook has not produced a game. No, he hasn't. Like People are, are all over. They're him. all I'm over. Just like guys, and to me, this is still the Buffalo offense. To me, this like to where me, running backs what, don't matter. Yes, where running backs go to die. Yes. Like to me, like in, once they get inside the ten yard line, you're still expecting Josh Allen to be the guy to finish on the ground, yeah. not James Cook. I'm sorry, that's probably still what it's going to be. And real quick, let's just add, and uh, well, what are your thoughts? Because I'd give mine, but I don't have any. He's a rookie. But uh, Kincaid for, for the Bills, uh, the tight end. He's the rookie tight end. Uh, he's obviously supplanted Dawson Knox, I thought it, it looks was, like. I, honestly, I thought that was the silliest move of the draft, was to jump in front of another team in the first round to draft a tight end. That? I, I thought, thought that was crazy. When they jumped, I actually thought that they were uh, – they were going to take a receiver. I, I didn't think they were going to take a tight end. Um, it yeah. doesn't seem to be part of their game plan. They've got Dawson Knox. Is that you know whatever? Right, catch and Dawson Knox and Josh like, Allen are buddies. Like that's that's like his. It was his best friend on the team. I'm pretty oh, sure. I, I didn't even know. Yeah, so I, it it really didn't make sense to me. I understand that Kincaid is like a he's supposed to be an elite talent. I like Laporta better. Uh, Laporta like, did look good. Uh, and and Kincaid can't block. We watched Laporta block on the goal line. Like, yeah. effectively, he had the key block on that David Montgomery touchdown run that won the game. I like Laporta better. So yeah. I thought the Bills made a huge mistake. Yeah, um, we'll find out. Yeah. But I, and, and, and it, like, it's funny, I'm kind of like talking myself out of it here, but I still do <laughs> expect the Bills to win the division. And now that we've finished, sure. like, p- pick, uh, we're, let's pick this game. I'm going to pick Jets. I am also going to pick the Jets. Okay. But we do have the Thursday game still. To, to oh, I hadn't even. And who are you taking on this I one? I didn't even though, look at the Thursday game. Who's playing on Thursday? I'm going to take, I'm going to take Jets. With you. Wow. All of us taking the Jets over the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> like That's a good lone wolf with the Bills right there because <laughs> this is a very, very iffy pick. Go for it then. Nope. I'm taking my Jets. <laughs> so Thursday game, let's make that one a quick one, I guess, because, yeah. you know. Because we, we don't we hate, know anything. <laughs> yeah, we hate picking Thursday yeah, games. We don't know but we, this is the only chance we get to do it. So we got Vikings against the Eagles. There is no money line. The Vikings are at home. Or the Eagles are at home, right? It looks that way. Yeah. Uh, plus seven for the Vikings. Over-under is at 49. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles to win that game. Probably yeah. going away. I think I think the Eagles will smash that game. Yeah, Eagles look really, really good this year. Fantasy proposition. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so out on the Vikings. I'm just like <laughs> I, I feel like last year was a lot of flukiness, you know, and it was a, it was a fun year. I like Kirk Cousins. I watched that quarterback show on Netflix, and after watching it, I don't know how you could not be a fan of Kirk Cousins, but I'm out on the Vikings. Water Busy's out there uh, commenting on here. He, he says, uh, Kincaid's going to be interesting, and uh, they did take a receiver, and he laughs. So, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Kincaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. So. Water well, <laughs> Busy's I mean, out there that's, that's uh, true. commenting. That's all he can do. Good to see you, brother. He's just an Good to have you in the receiver. league this year, by the way. You know yes. what I mean? Water Busy's our, our longtime fan, and uh, we got him in our league this year, and uh, really happy to have him there. Yeah. And thanks, for, thanks for coming, brother. 
Um, All right, hey, so, it's nine thirty. We like actually did shit on time. Let's uh, <laughs> real quick. Let's do our let's let's pick our our playoff picks. I'll go first. Oh, playoff picks. Wait, playoff. Like, yeah, it's week one. Sure. Let's let's make it. No, no, no. All or, wait, yeah. Super Bowl or playoff? Like I playoff. just I did not pick the Super Bowl. Although you're I, asking me I to pick so, eight teams from the AFC and NFC seven, off the off seven, the cuff. Seven. I mean, you should have done that already. <laughs> you should already know who you expect to win. Honestly, so, I wasn't I'll, prepared I'll, for that. Can I'm we do that next either, week? Yeah. Yep. Can we do that next week? I wasn't no, prepared for it at all. can't do it next week. Right, uh, we, let's just throw out the, the you, any surprises that you think. Okay, so I'll just I'll go Okay. because I actually have stuff written down. And, yeah. so For this segment that was completely unplanned. Segment. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean I, in, okay, in all fairness, okay. it's something we how, would do. How long? It is in all fairness. We have it, done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I, it just slipped my mind. Yes. that's Thank you. Thank you for admitting that it slipped your mind, not that it's a crazy notion. Yeah. So what do you got? Cause that, okay, okay. So let's start with the AFC. In the AFC, in the, in the East, I've got the Bills still winning the division at 13-4. and four. Um, In the North, I've got the Steelers winning mm, the division nice. at 11-6 and six in what I think is going to be the most competitive division in football. Um, in the South, I've got the Jaguars at 10-7. and seven. And in the West, surprisingly, I've got the Chiefs at 12-5. and five. Uh, My wild cards are the Jets, 12-5, and five, the Bengals at 10-7, and seven, and the Ravens at 10-7. and seven. Hmm. And I think so. A couple quick comments about this. I think that the um, we're going to get a redo of the um, de facto and AFC South championship game in Week 18 when the Titans and the Jaguars play each other. Um, and I think the Jaguars will win, and the Titans will get eliminated from playoff contention. Hmm. Um, that that's my that's like a, a bold you know no yeah, prediction right there. I think that's what's that's the way it's going to play out. And I also think that um, based on looking at the schedule, it could come down to week eighteen when the Steelers play the Ravens, but it could also not come down to week eighteen. They could be playing for nothing, but they could be playing for the the NFC or the AFC North Championship, game, right, right? Depending on whether or not the Steelers lock it up the week before. That's how I see the the AFC North playing out. I think the Steelers are gonna gonna get to eleven wins. I just don't know if it's gonna be on week eighteen because they need it, or if they've already right. gotten there and can just coast because they're gonna get a home play. I like the week you think, so brother. That's, I, I love it. I don't I don't see them winning today, but I, I do see the Steelers okay. being like seven and one, eight and two, you know, come November. Um then over in the N- NFC, obviously, you know, in the East I've got the Cowboys. Um I like the way their schedule works out. Like I said, uh, in December they have got three straight home games. Um, I, I just I like it a lot. Uh, in the North, I've got the Lions at ten and seven, uh, and they made me feel a lot better about that after that uh, opening game. The way they played For defense, sure. um, I thought they I thought they played tough. Uh, in the South, I've got the Falcons at nine and eight, and in the West, I have the 49ers at twelve and five. Uh, my wild cards are. The Eagles at eleven and six, hmm. the Seahawks at ten and seven, and even though I don't want to, I just feel like there's nobody else who's going to be able to get there based on their schedule. I've got the Vikings at nine and eight. Okay, I, I missed one there. I got Eagles, Seahawks, Seahawks, and then Vikings. <clears throat> okay. Um. All right. Yeah, going down, picking divisions here. Uh, AFC. We'll start with. 
And, I mean, you've got Bills and Jets in the East. Uh, I think they're both playoff teams. Who wins that division? God. Um, all right, I'm just going to stick with Jets and go with Bills as wild card. Uh, AFC North. Uh, Steelers are going to win it with Bengals and Ravens as uh, uh, playoff contenders. Let's see. Uh, AFC South. I'm going with the Titans there. I think the Titans are going to run away with that division. Uh, AFC West, uh, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, the, so... People, Any other wild cards? Uh, I think I picked three. I picked... He, uh, uh, Jets, Ravens. Bills. he, he picked Jets, Ravens, and Bengals as his yes. wild cards. So we have the same. We have, we have the same, same Do we? Teams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, they seem like the obvious ones. I'll, fi- I'll fix that later. Yeah, yeah, I'm not very smart. I just make obvious picks. <laughs> uh, in the East, um, let's see. Whew. I see three teams going there. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Eagles to win with Cowboys and Giants as wild cards. God, could even be the Commanders. Too, I like man. the Commanders better than the I, Giants. Dude. I do. I honestly do. Hold on. Like, let me look and see if there's any like other like, wild cards. I think their defense like. is a little further along than the Giants. Who'd you pick for uh, your yeah. NFC? You said Cowboys was a wild card, right? Me, yes. Okay, who is the actual Eagles? Eagles. And then he picked. He's trying to decide between the Giants and Commanders as the other wild card. Oh God! Yeah, because I've got to pick an NFC West team for the other. So, Um, all right, I'll go with the Giants there. Uh, AFC North. Yeah, I like the Lions. Yeah. Now I'm picking the Vikings to miss the playoffs. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I guess I am. Okay. Uh, Falcons um, in the north, in the, the south rather, and then I like uh, Niners to win the, the division and Seahawks as a uh, as a wild card. Okay, so, so I missed one. I got Eagles, Falcons, Niners, Cowboys, Giants, Lions. Who did I miss? Sorry, Eagles. Seahawks. Seahawks. I know that's not quite in order, but I'll fix it later. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, so we have basically the same teams, but you see the Giants making it over the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so some things that I think, uh, some teams that I think are going to get bit by their schedule this year, I actually like them better than the way that I think they're going to finish, are the Broncos. Uh, first, I, I, I actually I really like the Broncos, but their schedule is brutal. Just brutal. So I just I don't think they're gonna be able to get it done. Right. I think they could be a really good looking team that finishes eight and nine. Um and then uh I like the Giants and I like the Commanders, but the NFC East schedule this year is just it's tough. It's completely flipped from what it was last year. And so and while I think the Cowboys schedule's gonna do them in a little bit. I do. I do. I because they have they have some tough road games. Um and um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody here. I like the Browns too. Like I like all of the AFC North teams. I do too, actually. Um, but they have to play each other, and mm-hmm. then, and and the Browns have the worst schedule of those of those okay. teams. So that's why I picked them to miss the playoffs. But if they win on they win today, like who knows? I can yeah. see the Bengals missing the playoffs. 
Which so let's crazy. sum up by saying football is here. Yeah. It's here. Let's go watch. All right, guys. <laughs> you got 20 minutes until game time. Uh, hopefully, you know, we said some things that helped you. Uh, we really hope that we didn't say any things that hurt you. And we hope you win. Unless Absolutely. you're playing me. Like, I don't know who, what a BZ's playing. BZ, just last comment, uh, said that he's going to pick the Bills over the Jets. He'll be the lone wolf. <laughs> that's a good lone wolf, man. That, that's a very tight game right there. All right. Good to see you guys, and uh, let's go watch some football. See you next yeah, week. See you.